You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. It's Monday night. Depending on where you live, it could be Tuesday morning. And I'm going to be hanging out here with you for one more hour. NFL Wild Card Weekend, I guess, is over. Now we get a Monday night game. And the Monday night game has been over for a while now, about a little more than an hour. And the Dallas Cowboys, they beat and eliminate the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The final score, 31-14. to This game was not competitive. It was a beatdown. The Buccaneers put pity scores up on the board. Complete domination by the Dallas Cowboys. Dak Prescott scoring or throwing four touchdowns, running in for another score. And Tom Brady, man, he sounds just about done with the Buccaneers. Who knows if he is done uh, for with his career. Tom Brady had to throw the ball 66 times just to stay alive. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard. Thank you to everybody listening all over North America. We got a lot to do here in the final hour. We got a lot of people here on the phone lines. If you're on hold, we'll get you on the line. Uh, It's just a lot to break down. There's some simple points here. 31 to 14 was the final score. I told you about Dak Prescott accounting for four scores. This could have been Tom Brady's final game. And then the only blemish tonight for the Dallas Cowboys is their their kicker, Meyer. Maher, Brett Meyer. I don't know his name. Maher. Maher. What's his name, Shep? Maher. You got it right. Brett Maher. Yeah. Well, let's see if he kicks next week because this man had one of the worst performances that you will ever see from a kicker in the NFL as he went one for five on extra point attempts. It's like the Dallas Cowboys scored a touchdown and then he proceeded to go out there and just miss and miss and miss and miss four times. That's the only blemish. Outside of that, they kicked their asses. Dallas will go on to take San Francisco next Sunday and they have an opportunity to, I want to say, get a little bit of revenge from their playoff elimination last year where they couldn't muster a damn thing against the 49ers. Do I think they'll put up 31 points next week against the Niners? No, I do not. But they should certainly be more competitive. Absolutely terrible. Terrible tonight from the kicker. But the Cowboys walk away with a victory. And you can thank Dak Prescott, who was basically almost perfect. 25 of, of, of 33 passes, 305 yards, four touchdowns. He was only sacked one time. You know what? Let's give Dak some love. How about that first touchdown? He didn't waste any damn time just getting that rock out to Dalton Schultz to get things going in the first quarter. Prescott in the gun, back to throw. Well protected, going to the end zone. Schultz at the goal line, and he's in for the touchdown. Touchdown. 
It's the Miller Lite first touchdown of the game, and the Cowboys have the game's first lead. And then the kicker missed. What happened in the second quarter? Dak decided to run in this time, a little bootleg action, and then uh, you can guess what happened. Listen to the score, though. Pollard's come into the lineup. It's fourth and goal. They're going to pass up the three. What they're going to do is play action. Fourth and goal. Man in motion left to right. Inside a play action. Bootleg to the left. Prescott all the way. Runs it in for the touchdown. And he's fired up. And then the kicker missed. How about another pass to Schultz again in the second quarter, making it 18 to nothing, Dallas. Prescott on second and four at the Tampa 11 with a 12-0 lead as the first half is ticking toward an end. Empty gun. Second down, snap back. Well protected. Now he escapes out to his left. Good block, Tyler Smith. Pumps, throws it in the end zone. Caught, touchdown. Colton Schultz for the second time tonight. The kicker came on, extra point, and he missed. We went to the third quarter. And then Dak threw a pass to Michael Gallup. Listen to this one. This one is unique. From the three, and Prescott's going to throw it in the left side of the end zone. And it's Gallup behind the defender. Touchdown. Touchdown, Cowboys. Yeah. If we got to the point where Mike McCarthy was like, man, we ain't, we ain't out here kicking this ball no more. This guy misses. You got Dak Prescott throwing on fourth down. He's like, no, the guy can't make an extra point. Why try a field goal? Let's throw it. Here's the Cowboys. This is when he missed his fourth extra point of the night. Listen to this. Come on, Brett. Come on, Brett. You can do it. Here's the snap. It's good. The extra point kick is up. It kicked off the right upright and went out. It sucks, man. It's terrible. It's one of the worst things you'll ever see from a kicker. Hey, Shep, he, the kicker spoke? He did, and uh, like Brady, gratitude seemed to be the theme of the evening. Oh, this man wants to play. Let's, what did he say? Let's hear him. I feel very fortunate to, to have the teammates that I do to be in the locker room and the coaching staff that I do. Um, they absolutely lifted me up today. So I uh, appreciate every single one of them. Um, it's time for me to do my part. Oh, yeah, he's thankful for every – the man, they were look during the game. They were like, what the – are you – Dak Prescott was like, man, what the hell are we kicking for? Let's go for two. A matter of fact, Dak was asked about Brett Maher after the game as well, and he was caught on camera saying, well, what, what are we doing? Kick the ball. I mean, well, let's throw it. Let's go for two since this guy can't kick. And he basically said it. I was caught up in the emotions. But Dak Prescott, being a good teammate, he supported his guy. Listen. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm Money Mars' biggest fan. Yeah, I mean, I talked to him individually, told him, just told him after the game, hey, let that go. We're going to need it. Um, I just played like a week ago. So, I mean, that, that, that happens. Uh, knowing what that guy's done, uh, what resiliency he's shown throughout his career personally, um, no doubt that he'll come back next week and be, be perfect and uh, help us win. You hope so. There's a difference between Dak playing like crap and the kicker missing extra points, chip shots. That's like Dak Prescott all of a sudden going, I don't know, 0 for, 0 for 20 on five-yard passes. You'd be like, what is wrong with you? There's a big difference. Everybody has a bad game.
If he missed two extra points in different parts, people would still go, what's wrong with him? But to miss four consecutive extra points, it's all in between your ears. That's not to say that he cannot or will not bounce back. He might drill everyone next week. Or he might take us on a different adventure or another adventure. And that would be absolutely terrible. Scott is calling from Virginia. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, hey, uh, you're doing an awesome job. You know, no questions asked. But let me point out, six is better than one. You want to elaborate, Scott, or what are we doing? Yeah, yeah, you got the six points touchdown. All right. And what was the score? What, 18-0? What are you you talking about? Hey, if they're at zero, we miss an extra point. It's six points that matter. Okay. Now, what if the game was closer? What what would you tell me? Who cares about the Eh, score? But it it wasn't because of our defense. No, 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 no. no. The the larger point is they are fortunate the game was not close. But this man <laughs> yeah, missing right. field goals, well, excuse me, this man missing extra point attempts can bleed potentially into the next game. That's why it matters. Sure. But six points matter more than one. We, yeah, we, well, Scott, we, we all know that. I think I learned that in uh, maybe when I was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I think in maybe, uh, maybe when I was four or five years old, you know, yeah, I learned, yeah. you know, one number is greater than the other. And so we right. get that. But all the right. points matter, and all the points right. will potentially matter. But when they're game. at zero. Excuse me, Scott? They're at, pardon, they're at zero. Yes, they are at zero. But let me ask you this. Where is Brett Maher's brain? That's true. Well, well. It might be the same place yours is. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855 212 for CBS. We know the game is going to start at zero. But you, you'd be dumb as hell to think that the results of this game can't potentially bleed into the next one. Jerry Jones talked about his kicker. There were many a joke online tonight about this man getting, pardon the pun, the boot. Jerry Jones, up in his suite, uh, was also incredulous watching these results. And we know Jerry Jones is one who's not afraid to kind of mix or shake things up. Jerry Jones talked about his kicker. He was asked about looking for other kickers. And Jerry Jones had this to say. Will you look at kickers this week, Jerry? Will you look at some kickers this week? No. We won't. We just, uh, uh, he's, uh, he's done enough good ones. He's, he's done enough good ones. Look, everybody is concerned about this dude. What are they going to say? Mike McCarthy, Dak, who was caught on camera going, what the hell is going on? His teammates who are on the field going, what the bleep is going on? Jerry Jones in the suite looking down going, what the hell is going on? They're not gonna they're not gonna crap on the guy. And this might be a whole lot to do about nothing. He may drill everything next week. 
but the concern is legitimate. Anthony's calling from Maryland. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, what's going on, JR? I'm good, Anthony. What's up? Um, well, word just broke that the kicker had a fractured pinky toe and big toe. Okay, via who? No, nah, I'm just playing, man. The dude's a bum. I'm a life I'm a lifelong Dallas fan and I've never seen anything like that in the field of play at any time. And they said it was a record for the first time that something like this has ever happened. Now Jerry Jones may say that he doesn't want to do anything about it, but isn't that the typical Dallas way to see an issue and not confront the issue and at least have other options available if the issue does occur again? I'm disgusted. I'm happy for the win. I won't get too caught up in the win because realistically, that team is no good. They can't really move the ball. Uh, Tom Brady racked up a lot of yards, but the team is just an insufficient team. So I'm not going to get too happy over the win. I'm going to see what we do next week. If we beat the 49ers, now that's something to get happy about. I mean, Tampa only made the playoffs because the division was so bad. So, you know, I'm I'm still a fan, though. I love my team. All day it's the Cowboys, but at the end of the day, let's not get too caught up in this win. Let's let's just take it one day at a time, and let's pray to God that Dak brings the same energy, the same confidence, and plays a great game next week. It was great talking to you, man. Have a good night. Thank you, Anthony. Appreciate you for calling from Maryland. Here, it doesn't matter what the Dallas Cowboys do at the kicker position. They could bring somebody in. They can roll out Brett Maher, which I believe is, is what they'll do. I think it's the most prudent thing to do. They're in a no-win situation. If he goes out there and drills everyone next week, he's, you know, the team had all the confidence in the world in him, and it paid off. If he goes out there and stinks the joint up, again, missing extra points, and if he still legitimately has the yips, everyone will go, oh, my God, why didn't they bring somebody else in? And so – this, this is a no-win situation. I think you still roll with Maher next week and then keep things moving. That's it. 855-212-4CBS. Calhoun is calling from Myrtle Beach. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, what's up, JR? How are you? Good, brother. Uh, first off, I'm just nauseated in my stomach. Uh, now we got to listen to Dallas fans again across the country. Good Lord almighty. But they're talking about this and Jerry saying he's going to stick behind him and this and that. As he sits there and says that, he's still just a genius. And I'm still trying to stay focused here. The first two callers, I think I became more dumber. But as I said, I think what he says on his quote after the game, just so he can make headlines again tomorrow, is he kind of trapped himself in a foxhole because while his game's out there in typical Dallas manner, they just start eating each other alive. And even the own owner, a billionaire, he texts, which is funny, but in former president's way of just not shutting up and twittering all day, he tweets, if you can kick and currently you're in the stadium right now, come on down to the field. We got a jersey for you at 10.09. I do believe, not completely fact-checking on this, after the missed PAT attempt went off the right upright. Uh, I don't believe that is accurate because I don't think Jerry Jones has Twitter. So I would stay away from uh, 
I would stay away from social media. Well, if I think that's, I think that's called photo. Smith. That's called photoshopping a joke. Yeah, but it was retwe- it was retweeted by R.G. Smith, uh, R.G. Griffith. But that's why well, I said uh, there well, it popped R- up. R.G. Three, look, R.G. Yeah, three, think, yeah, yeah. That's I think that's called uh, Photoshop. I'm sorry, Calhoun. Well, I'll look into that, yeah, but, but I most certainly believe that's called it, fake. Would it behoove you that Jerry would have done it? Uh, what go? <laughs> no, you know the man does. But the man does a lot of no. It's not entertainment because it's it's one thing to go online and make jokes. It's another thing to go online and make jokes about your own team. We know Jerry Jones is off of the wall, but I don't think he would tweet about personnel decisions killing his own kicker during the course of a game. Calhoun, you use Twitter? Yeah. Don't <laughs> stop. <laughs> I appreciate you for calling from Myrtle Beach. I mean, come on. This is this is why people, uh, unfortunately, get sucked into just terrible rabbit holes of believing even more things. Yeah, there were a lot of jokes tonight about the kicker. Jerry Jones firing him mid-game. Jerry Jones asking fans to come down and kick. Yeah, Jerry Jones is nuts. I don't think he's that nuts. I don't know if Jerry Jones knows how to use Twitter. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. A matter of fact, before we go to break, hey, you don't believe me? The kicker was bad? I'm not the only one. There's a couple of guys who have thrown a football at a high level called the Mannings. They were on ESPN, and they couldn't believe what they saw as well. Go. <laughs> yeah, going left, throwing back right in the end zone. Oh, my God. You've got to be kidding me. I've never seen anything like it. Why are we kicking on? it? Why are we kicking it? What is going on? <laughs> he can't believe it. Talk about a buzz kill. No one's ever missed three field, three extra points in a row. That's you cut a guy a at halftime of a playoff game? Yeah, Eli Manning was right. That was a record. And then he missed another one. Four missed extra points. Never been done in NFL history until tonight. And so what you saw, what you heard was certainly unusual. And so to think that this is just a bad game, we hope, if you're a Dallas Cowboys fan, you hope it was just a bad game. 855-212-4CBS. On the other side of the break, I'm going to get to more of your calls, and then we will hear from someone who we might have seen play for the last time ever. Maybe, maybe not. I certainly believe it was the last time as a Buccaneer. We're going to hear from Tom Brady on the other side of the break. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Thank you, first off, for making my drive from the south side of Atlanta to the north side every night bearable. I always enjoy listening to you, man. Intellectual and introspective. I appreciate you. I just started listening to you about six months ago. Man, I love your show. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. 
prepare yourselves. Because for the next week, two weeks, three, a month, a month, two months, three months, four, maybe, maybe five. We're going to hear about Tom Brady and what happens next. Is he going to retire? Is he moving on to another team? After tonight's loss, Tampa Bay season over, no surprise. They were 8-9. He doesn't know what he's going to do next. Nobody does. And he was just kind of real mellow and chill after the game. He went and congratulated Dak. He tipped his cap on the way off the field as he ran towards the tunnel. He gave his mom and dad a kiss. He walked to the locker room, and then he spoke to the media. And, of course, we know some of the questions, and pretty much the main one was, hey, what are you going to do next, Tom? This is his response. What is your process from here when you start to think about what you want to do next? Because obviously it's going to be huge speculation. I'm going to go home and get a good night's sleep as good as I can tonight. And, and then, uh, or uh, when you want to figure stuff out? I mean, that was first. No, I'm not. You know, I, this has been a lot of focus on, you know, this game. So, yeah. It's just be one day at a time. Yeah, one day at a time. If we look at the timeline from last year, the man walked away in February, and it seems like he was back 45 days later. Going for a month and a half, he's, he was retired. Uh, I'd be shocked if he steps away. I think we'll see him on another team. The, the two squads that we've heard about the most are the Miami Dolphins, who were already punished via draft pick uh, for tampering when he was a member of the Patriots on his way out of the building. We know he ended up uh, with the Buccaneers. And then you have the Raiders. Is he going to go to the Raiders? It's been reported that the Dolphins want to stick with Tua. Is that still an option? Who can call it? He can't call it. Last year he retired and he came back. So who the hell knows what takes place with Tom Brady? Uh, He was certainly very thankful on his way out of the room. This was pretty much his last statement. He said these words, and then he walked the hell off. Listen to this. This feels like the end of the season. So. Uh, I just want to say thank you guys for everything. I really appreciate all your effort. You know, I know it's hard for you guys, too. It's hard for us players to make it through, and you guys got a tough job. And I appreciate all that you guys do to cover us and everyone who watches and is a big fan of the sport. We're very grateful for everyone's support. And, uh, you know, hopefully, um, you know, I love this organization. It's a great place to be and Thank you, everybody, for welcoming me, all the regulars, and um, just very grateful for the respect, and I and, uh, hope I gave the same thing back to you guys, so thank you very much. Yeah, at that point, he picked up his bag. Reporters continued to shout questions at him, and he just walked off. Was that his final press conference as an NFL player? Eh, maybe, maybe not. I know, I believe it was his final a press conference as a member of the Buccaneers, why would he stay? The window's closed. The offensive line devolved due to injury. Guys going on to other teams, free agency, it happens. Uh, that didn't help out with the wide receiver group. 
You know, Godwin coming off of, of, of his ACL tear. You know, you bring in a Julio Jones. Every time that Julio actually played, I was surprised. Uh, the running game was not effective, partially, I believe, due to the offensive line. And I don't think there's a bounce back here for Tampa. And then their head coach and Todd Bowles, <laughs> there's a lot to be desired there when it comes to Bowles. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Rick is here from Detroit. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, how you doing tonight? Very well, man. What's on your mind? Uh, yeah, uh, you mentioned Twitter real quick. Um, it's definitely a cesspool, but uh, sometimes they're good for getting instant highlights of, like, a nice play that just happened. That is what they're good for, but it's definitely a cesspool. But anyways, um, the kick, I think Maher, he is really good indoors at, you know, their stadium. But that outdoors in Tampa, it was not right. I think he, they should keep him. He better practice all week to kick in uh, San Fran outdoors in that uh, stadium next week, too. I think they're playing. Um, and uh, as for Brady, uh, you know, here in Detroit, we got our radio host, Mike Bellani. He does a show with Boomer every week, Boomer and Sison. And they seem to, you know, they could just be, you know, whatever, talking and yapping. They don't know anything. But they did say Brady's whole thing of wanting to be part owner of the Dolphins with the Michigan guy, Stephen Ross, that still might be in play this year because now they're not going to hide it or whatever. And he might end up there with Sean Payton. That's what they were saying. I don't know how true that is. But I think that uh, when they said it, it seemed like Boomer Science didn't do something and he let it slip. I don't know. Like uh, I said, it could just be – Radio talk, but nah, I don't think it's I don't think it's too much out of this world. I mean, this was this was pretty much confirmed. We learned this about a year ago, and this is yeah, why right, the, right. The, the Miami Dolphins were punished. So I don't think it's it's pie in the sky. The Dolphins were right. punished if they decided to to take a not even a flyer, if they wanted to to bring on uh, Tom Brady. What what what's the shock there? I don't I don't think there would be any. I mean, where there's smoke, there's yeah. fire. Even if they had to yeah. wait. Uh, three years to to go ahead and and and, and bring him in, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't be shocked at anything with Tom Brady. If you asked me, would I say he's more likely to to stick around than leave? I would give that the edge than than another Tom Brady retirement. But then if he decided to just quit, would you be shocked there? I don't think he wants to go out this way. I mean, he almost had a comeback last season against the Super Bowl champion, eventual Super Bowl champion Rams, and he came back. What, what are we shocked about? You can't. 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get some more of your calls before we roll out. We know what the wild card matchups, well, not the wild card. The wild card is done. We know what the divisional matchups will look like for this upcoming weekend, Saturday and Sunday. I'm going to get to your calls. We'll talk more Dak. We'll talk more Brady. I'm going to get to talking to you. We'll talk about the upcoming games. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening 
listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You love your show, love your topic. Every night you always get a great topic that always keeps me interested. What it do, JR? Just got off work listening to your show. Another great topic, as usual, sir. Uh, I'd like to chime in on this one. Call in now at 855 212 4 CBS. With the Dallas Cowboys knocking off the Tampa Bay Buccaneers tonight. The divisional round of the NFL playoffs is set. We know the matchups. We know the times for the games this upcoming weekend, this Saturday and this Sunday. Uh, Everything gets started Saturday afternoon, the first game, uh, 4.30 p.m. Eastern time, 1.30 Pacific. We're going to have Jacksonville taking on Kansas City. The following game, our Saturday evening game, is going to take place as the New York Giants go to Philadelphia. Uh, to take on the Eagles. And then on Sunday, we'll have uh, the Cincinnati Bengals taking on the Buffalo Bills. And then our final game, our afternoon, late afternoon, evening game, we'll have the Dallas Cowboys who just won. They're going to take on San Francisco, looking to avenge a loss and elimination at the hands of the San Francisco 49ers from last season. And so we have some good matchups here. You know, at first glance, we know Kansas City will be favored over Jacksonville. Uh, Philadelphia will be favored over the New York Giants. Uh, Daniel Jones was was playing out of his mind uh, against those Minnesota Vikings. Uh, A matter of fact, that game was was so nuts that even Saquon Barkley after the game, uh, he was saying that Daniel Jones is is elite. Uh, Take a listen to Saquon. I know we have an elite quarterback. I think he's shown that multiple times. But we also got amazing players around him, too. So we got his back no matter what. Yeah, Daniel Jones, the final numbers over the Vikings. The Giants won 31-24. to Daniel Jones threw the ball for 301 yards. He threw two touchdowns. He rushed for another 78 yards. And they're going to need every bit of offense against uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. Obviously, I think the only saving grace, not the only saving grace, Uh, But it would certainly be in the Giants' interest, best interest, if Jalen Hurts is not completely healthy. But I think the the Eagles would be in great shape. Uh, Cincinnati obviously taking on the Buffalo Bills. And then I said Dallas against San Francisco. I believe San Francisco will be favored as well as Buffalo over Cincinnati. Uh, Let's get in some of your calls before we roll out. Amy Lawrence coming through at the top of the hour. 855-212-4CBS. Sean is calling from Oregon. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Please go ahead, Sean. What's up? Sean? Oh, Sean is uh, not there. Let's go ahead and talk to Daniel from Chicago. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey! How you doing? How you doing, Jared? I'm good, Daniel. What's on your mind? Uh, do you remember the Chicago Bears kicker when we have... Uh, Double dunk? Oh, yes, from a few years ago. I forgot his name, yes. That's, yeah, I forgot his name, but, you know, this, that's what I'm saying, that you don't trust the kicker. You're supposed to kick that that's four points right there, you know? So I'm just saying that, you know, I don't know what they're going to do with the kicker next week, but you got to do better than that, okay? Yeah, well, they, they, they certainly said they're going to support him and, and keep him around. For this upcoming game, I, I, I think the kicker's name was Cairo. I could be wrong. 855-212-4CBS. Chad is calling from Buffalo. Go ahead, Chad. Hey, Chad. Hey, hey, hey JR. How you doing tonight? 
I'm good, man. What's up? Uh, a quick side note, JR. I just wanted to say, you know, I love your work over the years. I used to read all the articles you used to put on Vibe, Vibe Magazine. Huge fan of your stuff. Been a long-time listener, and I just wanted to ask you a quick question about the Bills Bengal matchup coming up. You used to read articles that I put out on. I used to work at Vibe as an intern. I didn't write anything. Oh, I, that's my mistake. That I just, uh, I, I've been following your career for a very long time, and I just uh, thought you deserve some credit that you know a lot of the callers acknowledge. So, just uh, you know, wanted to throw that out there for anyone well, listening right now. Well, thanks. Yeah, also, that's. Uh, uh, that that's not too many people uh you know know that but yeah i i interned at vibe a long 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 time ago but what's on your mind just curious what you thought about the uh bill's mangled matchup uh bill's actually coming off a sloppy performance when ended up getting the win and then of course the Bengals uh in a pretty tough battle last night with baltimore just uh curious what your upcoming thoughts of this week were and uh how you feel well, about the game well, I don't, I don't think Buffalo can have as, as sloppy of a game as they had uh, yesterday against the Dolphins. And I don't know how confident I am in the Bengals. We know one issue that they had last season, well, well just an issue they've really had since Joe Burrow's been on the scene, is, is the offensive line. And they're dealing with additional injuries to the line. And is he going to be treated, he being Joe Burrow, like a pinata next week? I think that's always a concern. And so I'm going to go ahead and give Buffalo an edge. I don't think they can be as bad as they just were. And, and God knows what that offensive line is going to look like for the Bengals. But you can't discount hey, them. Do you, do you like the line minus four and a half for the Bills? Uh, uh, listen, I, I ain't putting that much thought into what the line is going to look like. Um, do I think it's going to be a blowout? No. So it, it could be close. But I'm, I'm going to give the Bills the edge, okay? All right, Vibe Magazine, we love you, Jer. Oh, thank you, Chad, for calling up from uh, from Buffalo. Hey, Chef, what, he just he just Googled everything about me, huh? I, I'm not going to lie. I, I didn't even know that. Well, I didn't write anything for Vibe <laughs> Magazine. I didn't, I didn't write anything for Vibe. I was uh, an intern. I was in charge of, uh, you know, ushering people at parties to the restroom, celebrities, and, and helping throw parties. That's... What I did at Vibes. So. Thought he was going to the Gary Sheffield video next. Yeah, well, that was that was my first video ever. Yeah, yes. he's like, "Oh, you were at Vibe? I, I've been fine. like, I didn't write anything at Vibe. I should sit here and tell lies, right? You don't lie though. Oh, not like Jerry I, Jones after the game, who apparently doesn't have anything to do with wanting a new kicker. Yeah, you saying Jerry Jones lied? You're damn right, I'm saying he lies. Let's listen to Jerry Jones tell a lie. Here's Jerry Jones after the game, asked about his kicker who was historically bad, doing something that we have never seen, missing four extra point attempts. Listen to Jerry. Will you look at kickers this week, Jerry? Will you look at some kickers no. this week? No. Okay. We won't. We just, uh, uh, he's, uh, he's done enough good ones. He, he's, I'll tell a lie, too. I wrote every article that you've ever seen in Vibe magazine. 855-212-4CBS. Tony's calling from Toronto. Hey, JR, how you doing? Good. Um, the game tonight in Dallas, Mahar missing all those uh, extra points. You know, without knowing the real facts behind it, uh, you know what you're saying, uh, it's between the years. Not necessarily. He could have an injury. He's not disclosing. The club doesn't want to disclose. Uh, he could have 
flu, not feeling as best. So these are things that could be because the rest of the season he's been stellar. Uh, so well, let's give it, the guy. It does. Well, let me. Well, well Tony. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, but I do know this. It is in between his ears. It doesn't matter if he had the flu. It doesn't matter if he had a, a bad peanut butter and jelly sandwich before the game. The fact that he missed those chip shots is affecting him in between the ears right now. That is a fact. Oh, right now, but that's not what the cause of his missing four at the well, time. I don't. It doesn't. I don't need to know what the cause of it is. He missed. Well, I would. I would. Well, well good for would, you. Well, you if you if you want to sit down and be a, a psychiatrist and knock yourself no, no, out. You the first thing you to said, be... Tony. Tony. The first thing yeah. you said is, well, we don't know. Well, I do That's know. Right. I watched him miss four. I don't care right. if his wife yelled at him before the game. I don't yeah. care whether he had a pulled ass muscle, which I don't believe because we didn't hear it. We can pull pie in the sky in reality. We didn't hear yeah. typically. Typically, we'll hear about injuries. Will we hear about no, one you tomorrow? No, Maybe. No, you don't. We'll be quiet. Will we hear about an injury tomorrow? Maybe. Highly unlikely. I know he missed them. This is a fact. He missed them. It's in between his ears, and it will have an effect into next game as to how he continues to move on. That makes all the sense in the world. No, not necessarily. Oh, thank you, Tony. Look, I live in reality. He missed four extra point attempts. That has never taken place in NFL history. You have to be a complete dumbass to think that this man will not think about this or feel the pressure the next game. Can he go five for five, four for four, three for three on extra point attempts next week? He very well might do so. But to think he's not going to think about it is to believe that this man is not human. Let's come to earth. And if he has a pulled ass muscle, then God bless him. I hope it's healed tomorrow. 855-212-4CBS. David is calling from Pittsburgh. Hey, JR. I just wanted to comment on Brady, and I wish I could, you know, come on and say, oh, I have breaking news where he's going to go. I don't. It's just everything that, that you hear. But I don't know. I sort of feel that he isn't going to walk away. And I agree with you. I think he's done in Tampa. But I, I wanted to get your spin on this. I feel the most logical landing spot for him is in uh, Vegas just because of Josh Jacobs. He's got a number one receiver in Adams, and he has a working relationship with McDaniels. And then real quick on the kicker thing, um, that guy is having a bad night because I don't know if you heard this. When the team left tonight to go to the airport, he had to take a taxi because he missed the bus. <laughs> hey, David, you're a funny guy. Thank you, <laughs> All right, man. Thanks, buddy. Bye. <laughs> hey, hey, Shep, you like that one? I love that one. David from Pittsburgh coming through in the clutch. He's like, oh, he missed the bus. <laughs> he's, missing, he's missing everything. Barry calling from Boston. What's up, Barry? How are you? Good. Before I talk about sports, I just want to say one thing. I'm glad it's Martin Luther King Day, and I'm talking to you. And... 
you know, the things that I say to my kids are Martin Luther King. Oh, sorry. Uh-oh. I meant to ask you, who is the greatest Boston University alumni ever? I don't know. Martin Boston Luther King. University? I don't know you. Martin Luther King graduated from Boston University. Oh, okay, so anyway, so before I talk about sports, because sports don't mean anything, we're talking about Martin Luther King because it's Martin Luther King Day. Yeah. I well, hold, my well, kids. Well, 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 Barry, not to be disrespectful to you or the legacy of uh, Dr. Martin Luther King, I, I, I brought you on with uh, about 90 seconds remaining. You have about <laughs> 20 seconds to make a point, whatever it is, before I have to let you go. Okay, well, I say to my kids, okay, okay, so the Cowboys, I'm the biggest Cowboy fan in Boston, okay, and I think the Cowboys, they haven't won an away game in 31 years. I was in college the last time they won an away game, and it's phenomenal, Okay, and and I, I am so... Happy? Oh. Hey, Shep, did he hang up on himself? It appears so. What happened? The man was... Oh, anyway. He doesn't know what 20... 20 seconds is almost like no time. As a matter of fact, I got less than 20 seconds before Shep plays the music. That means I got to shut up. And there it is. The JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio on Martin Luther King Night. It's a wrap. We'll be back with you tomorrow. I'm sure we'll talk about kickers, Tom Brady, and more. Thank you, Shep. JR Sportry Show is done, but don't move here on CBS Sports Radio. Amy Lawrence, she's coming up next.